Hello, and thank you so much for checking out the About the Other Day podcast. I'm in the middle of something over here, Megan. Sorry. Checking stage is over. Checking. We're so glad that you're listening today. I hope that this is helpful in your life and that you find something that you really enjoy here. Let's take a little intro music break and then get into it. How'd you do that? Music, bro. Here it is. Wait, do I have headphones in? What's going on right now? How are you doing that? Well, hey, Megan, how's your day going? Good. It's going splendid. That's good to hear. How about you? Uh, it's been pretty good in... Uh, Enjoying myself, living my best life over here. Your office is quite the production studio right now. You ain't kidding, bro. Um, should I go around the room and name what I see? No. I see spare microphones, spare cables, some soft light boxes, some mic stands, a camera tripod stand, guitar, banjo, um, unplugged television just laying on the ground. Television on the wall. Uh, Peppa Pig house and a unicorn chair. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to mention those things. That, that's good. Those are those are important pieces of the puzzle here. Hmm. Um, yeah, just a lot of things flying right now. I'm recording some music these days, working on this podcast, doing videos for Church World, and um. You know, just all in all. Just a busy guy. Looking just a real busy guy. <laughs> looking for looking for stuff to do in this world. <laughs> um, hmm. Yep. Aren't we all? Are you? Are we? You, you don't have enough to do? <laughs> no, I got plenty to do. <laughs> <laughs> don't bother me with any more things. <laughs> um. I'm just kidding, people. Just kidding. Bother me all you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I uh, our time is a little bit limited here. We're getting, oh. s- we're getting started a little later than we thought we might, and so many other Thursday tasks to get it's into. True. We're going to be recording the message um, that we're about to talk about later this evening. Megan and I are also going to record a couple of announcements and things, and then also probably a kid lesson with our children. That's all today? Uh, kid lessons probably tomorrow. Whew. But why not just set up the camera one time and record it all That's at once, Megan? That's we did Megan. last week. I don't yeah, it makes, it makes a lot more sense um, on my end, for sure. So I want to get into a message today. Uh, last week we, we finished out, I finished out with the church on kind of the statement, God is good and everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. And and people kind of latch onto that. That's the kind of thing that people hear, and they're like, "That's good. That's useful. I'm going to say that. I'm going to, I'm going to." I used that. it this week. You used it. Did yep. you say it as a mantra? Yeah, I did. You did while you were doing your yoga poses and meditation, no. your mindfulness meditation. Not during were, that period of time. You were breathing <laughs> in. God is good. <laughs> Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> On the exhale. No, that, that sounded disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't do that. No. 
not that part. That's how I would recommend doing it. Okay. Um, but anyways, so on that statement, and there's a reason that we arrived at that statement, and it's gonna you're going to see that in the notes here in just a second, but I thought maybe we could spend the next two weeks kind of talking about the two halves of that statement, right? And yeah. God is good this week, and then everything's going to be all right next week. Also getting okay. into a little bit of what comes next in the in the Christmas story narrative, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. What role does that play in all of this? Um, mm-hmm. So you want to yeah. jump right in? I don't, yeah. I don't have an intro on the front of that, so it's just straight into okay. the message itself. The arrival of Jesus promises good tidings of great joy for all people. And, we're dis- and we've decided to shift that promise into language like this. God is good and everything is going to be all right. I mean, that's what it means, right? Is it? Yes. Okie dokie. In a roundabout way, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if if God is good and everything is going to be all right, then why doesn't it feel that way? Why does that sound like such a ridiculous or at least a revolutionary thing to say? Why is there so much going wrong? Why is there so much fighting? Why are there so many things to be afraid of? Why isn't everything all right already? That's too many questions, Megan. It is a lot of questions. You're going to answer them all? Nah. Okay. <laughs> so pick your favorite. <laughs> um, and that last question is really the kicker, isn't it? I mean, there are basically two parts of this statement. God is good, number one. Number two, everything is going to be all right. That need our attention. Today I want to talk about that first part, about the first part of it. Because many Christians believe that God is not exactly good. <laughs> Ooh, let's put a let's put a sound effect in there. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, many people believe that when Jesus arrived and the angels declared in Luke two ten, "Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people." That is, that this was basically a lie. They believe Does that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So people I, don't believe. I, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna break that down hopefully in the message to some extent i don't have it broken down here maybe it doesn't need it as much but i want to make sure people kind of grasp the idea that like do you actually believe that like the heaven's message about jesus's arrival is do not be afraid but i think a lot of christians believe this stuff should scare you this god thing should scare you yeah definitely Uh, they believe god should scare you do not be afraid for behold i bring you good tidings of great joy Mm, actually we believe that god is not here to bring good tidings of great joy Right. He's here to right. judge. He's here to drop a hammer on some people. He's here to fix. He's here to whatever. Yeah. Um, and then this ends with good tidings, of great joy for all people, mm-hmm. every person, every human. This is good tidings and great joy for them that nobody should be afraid because good tidings of great joy sh- are coming for all people. And I would say as a third part of that, many, many Christians do not believe God exact is exactly good. Well, they think God should scare you. Well, they yeah. think this isn't exactly about a good tidings and great. Well, and I certainly think, don't believe it's for all people. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's f- agreed. I would completely agree with that statement that I'll, there are Christians. And I was probably in that boat. I, not probably. I was in that boat and probably still getting out of that boat a little bit. And, that, and me too. Yeah. So was I. So am I. Yeah. That because you, first of all, you see bad things happen. Right. Like there are bad things of in this world. Um, I think that right there is the the hardest thing for me. Like, well, if God is good, 
why does this still happen? Yeah, why like, isn't everything all right already? Right. If God is good and everything's going to be all right, why yeah. isn't it all right already? Yeah. And then secondly, the other part of that is like the part that says, do not be afraid. Like, it, well, and that God is scary. Yeah. Like that's, that's the, yeah. You don't want to say it? I've always, yeah, no, I'll I say it. Say. Like I've always kind of thought as God is a big, scary God, I guess. Yeah. I mean, loving, yes, but also scary. Right. Right. Um, Which we don't have, for some reason, for some reason, we don't see the problems in that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, and, and it's true, like people people can stay in abusive relationships and say, but I really think he loves me. I really yeah. think she loves me, even though I'm terrified of her, even though I'm terrified of him. Yeah. Even though I'm afraid of what would happen if I tried to leave this relationship. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we can sort of, that's called cognitive dissonance. We can hold the two things. Um, but I'm just wondering why we feel mm. the need to hold the two things when heaven's message, to me, very clearly, Christmas should remind us, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. Yeah. Unto us this day in the city of David, Christ is born. That's good. That's good mm-hmm. for everybody. You shouldn't be afraid anymore. Because that happened. That's what the story, that's how the story starts. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me keep going. Yep. This is the part I want you to be, you know, critical of, Megan. Just if if you think there's a part here that you're like, Drew, I think that's going to derail it. I think people are only going to hear this and they're not going to hear the more useful things that you say at the end. Mm -hmm. Then we'll cut it. Okay. But if you think it needs set, I mean, I put it in here because I think it does need set. I just wonder if this is the place and time and the way to say it. Okay. And we've said it before. It's nothing new. I want to make sure I'm clear here that when I speak of those who believe God is not exactly good, which would be me, like I already said sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not referring to atheists, agnostics, or people of religions other than Christianity that serve a God unlike the one revealed to us in Jesus. I'm speaking of those who claim they believe that God is good, but then proceed to explain that God expresses his goodness by being a grumpy, jealous, petty serial killer who has destined the whole earth and most of the people who ever live on it to death, followed by torture. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings, great joy, which be to all people, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to say there, like, just to make it clear, we're not, this isn't the Christians saying it's those people who aren't Christians that are the problem. I'm saying, no, actually, I'm, I'm talking about Christians who believe in the same God that we do, kind of. Yeah. Christian, like Megan. Oh, I've definitely heard, yeah. like, God God is a jealous God. Yeah. Um, Which is a quote, which is an Old Testament quote. I just think it's contextually problematic. Jealousy mm-hmm. is not a virtue. It's not a good it's trait. True. He tells us to not be envious. <laughs> right. So <laughs> jealousy, you have to understand, anytime God is referred to as being jealous, that whatever is meant by that, it's not meant in the same way that we mean it. Yeah. Because jealousy is synonymous with pettiness. Mm-hmm. And God is not petty. If God is petty, then the news is not good. Um, yeah. And I think, I, think that's, I think that's clear in anybody that, you know, any of the times that we've ever said it ourselves or heard it from other people. Wouldn't you say that? Like when we heard mm-hmm. j- God is jealous, just another way of saying that is God is petty. Yeah. God is small. And he really, really 
he he needs you to like he's got a um what's that he needs an you inferior, to make him feel inferior inferiority in, complex god yeah, has yeah. a god complex yeah yeah god, like he needs, god needs you to need him yeah exactly exactly god needs you to need him and if you don't he gets mad yeah and he'll kill you and torture you don't do that <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah don't be afraid i don't think that's true behold i, I give you good tidings of great joy which just saying i've heard that that's i have felt that though it yeah yeah all right um i know what many of you are probably thinking right now drew this is not very christmasy and you'd be right for thinking that it's not if Christmas for Christians is about the arrival of Jesus Christ and the heavens declare that the arrival of Jesus Christ is not to be feared, Do but, not be afraid. but celebrated because he comes bringing good tidings of great joy for all people, then those who believe that God is not exactly good have two options. This is the sermon of twos, just so we're, so we're clear. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so it's actually like part one of a two part thought process. Uh-huh. Um, so there's, your, there's the first two. Series. Here's two points uh, as to like what people who believe God is not exactly good can do. Okay. Uh, and then it's also going to end on two things that we can all do. Oh, my word. Okay. <laughs> all right. So this is two options that people have or think, I guess. Yeah. If God is not exactly good in your mind, you have two options for what to do with the Christmas story. And I'll, I'll unpack the first one. You can either be angry with Jesus and the, and the angels that announce his arrival for sending the wrong message. I mean, you can either, you can either say mm -hmm. Luke two, is it verse 10 that we keep quoting? I don't know. I don't have it. Yeah. 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 Um, you can either say Luke two ten is that's not what it means, or that's a mis that's a misrepresentation. The angels here are wrong. Everything about the, the arrival of Jesus is, is wrong. Mm hmm. Right. Um, and even Christ's own message about himself is wrong. So that's one option we kind of have. But if we take that option, we probably shouldn't call ourselves Christians. We should call ourselves, you know, angry, judgy Godians mm -hmm. or you're all going to burn ians. <laughs> <laughs> or what about this one? We're right. And most people ever are wrong. And soon enough, you'll see and you'll beg for mercy. Ians. <laughs> that was too lengthy. It's okay, too wordy. That's, that, that's not gonna. That's, that's not gonna. <laughs> that fit one's on not a gonna catch on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm poking some fun here, um, but if you're in that camp, anybody who is in that camp, and Megan and I, kind of still are to some extent. You know, I mean, it's right. not necessarily like this is not out of our minds. It still is a part of our theology that we're we're trying to repent of and trying to like get some clarity of and trying to like, well, what do we, mm -hmm. what do we think? I wouldn't poke fun at something that I wasn't connected to somewhat intimately. Right. Um, when we believe God isn't exactly good, then our work in the world on God's behalf won't exactly be good either. Hmm. If our God is jealous and petty, so will we be. Yeah. Do you think that's important that's to make so, yeah. sense? Yeah. If God is angry all the time, then so will Yeah, then will we're going to we be, be angry at people we disagree with right. or the people with the angriest god are the angriest people yeah that's westboro baptist that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's people true. who fly planes into buildings in the name of god that's yeah. say it's it's christian and muslim it, it doesn't even have anything to do with what the faith tradition is anchored in it has to do with what is the nature of this god that you serve that's not the true belief of of most of the muslims i've ever believed and the westboro baptists aren't the true beliefs of most of the christians i've ever met it's yeah. angry people who think of their god as being angry and then they act angrily mm -hmm. and they justify it with 
by throwing God in. And I just think that's why, you know, one option you have, if your God is not exactly good, one, one option is, you know, uh, tell Jesus he's wrong. Like, just come up with a different name. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Christian. Christian. Hmm. Makes sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can read the other option. And then the second option. But the other option we have when we, when the promise that God's arrival brings with it good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people, is way more compelling. And it is largely what the New Testament is about for me. It is certainly what the arrival of Jesus Christ is about for me. If you're conflicted about the arrival of Jesus because your God isn't exactly good, then this is the option I hope you will choose. You should accept Jesus' invitation to revisit what you believe about God. Jesus' arrival is begging you to embrace that God is good and everything is going to be all right. If you find yourself in the camp of people who believe that God isn't exactly good, I would encourage you to ta- today that it is okay to be in that camp as long as you identify yourself as such. That camp was alive and well in Jesus' day. All that camp ever wanted to talk about was who was in and who was out. And along comes Jesus living up the, living up to the promise of the angels. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Jesus comes touching those nobody else would touch, healing those nobody else would could heal, inviting those nobody else would invite, partying with those religious people, partying with those religious people spent their lives trying to avoid. Jesus preaches good news to the poor, and he tears down religious systems that oppress and separate people from the love of God who long to have people at home with him. Who longs to have. Who longs to have, sorry. Any thoughts? The God who longs to have, yeah. Um, I I mean, I think it's very compelling, I think. I mean, I think it's probably obvious that we want to be in, we want to choose this option. Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to choose. Mm. You think they, that people want to choose that or that's just what they've been handed, handed. And that's just, I think think angry people like it when God is angry too. Hmm. So I, that's not, that's not the case. People like to be right. Because I feel like I, in my mind, like you already said, we're tr- I'm trying to retrain my brain and heart and whatever. But I felt like I, in my mind, God was an angry God. And you wanted him to be less angry. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that about you. I don't believe you're a, an angry person. I believe you believed what you thought you had to believe and what you thought you were supposed to believe. I believe whoever wherever it gets started wherever it gets perpetuated whoever hands people that Mm -hmm. and i don't think it's our parents i don't think it's our pastors growing up i don't think i don't think it's anything like that i think it's a little more systemic than that Mm -hmm. um whoever generates this stands to benefit from having an angry god so they articulate one an angry god you can do a lot more with an angry God. You can manipulate them behavior yeah, a lot more effectively yeah. with an angry God. You can get more money out of people. You can get more obedience out of people. You can get them to vote you for whoever you want to vote for. You scare people that way, too. Scare you them. can yeah. yeah, fear is the motivator here. Right. That's what I'm getting at. So, But it doesn't, it's because it seems too easy for love to be the motivator. 
right? Like it's it not. It does. It does. It sounds like really. It's too good to be true. It sounds too good to be true. It sounds right. like that's that news sounds way too good. Yeah. We need a less good news than that. Not to mention, how are we ever going to motivate anybody's behavior? How are we ever going to scare anybody to act? How are we going to? Mm. That that's what I mean. Whenever I, I don't know, I just think to say nobody wants yeah, but, the other and, to be true. But it doesn't like, even well, make then why sense. Why do so many people? It, yeah, yeah. It, but it doesn't even make sense. Like for other areas of life, like if if I or you need me to do something, yeah, and you are get angry with me and like angrily ask me to do it or threaten threaten me to do it yeah versus i don't lovingly ask me to do it like i don't i can't really think of a good example right now but i would much rather do something for you out of love than out of fear yeah I'm well, going to do it for you more likely out of and, if it's out of love than out of fear if and, you're asking me. And more important than what works as a motivator, which one of those things is love? I mean more important yeah. than like which one's going to be more effective is like at the end of the day, even if you do the thing I'm asking you to do because I threatened you. Right. I threatened to leave I'm you. Only I doing, threatened to, right. You didn't do it. I'm not loving. If right. I'm the god figure in this analogy, right. I'm not loving you into action. Right. By threatening you and and you acting because you felt threatened, right. I just don't want to lose something. Or you are I don't just wanna... afraid of me. Yeah. You're just afraid of what I can yeah. do. And um and there, fear is the motivator, not love. Yeah. Th- these same scriptures declare that perfect love actually drives out fear. So this yeah. whole idea that God is supposed to instill fear in us, yet God is also love. These are contradictory ideas yeah and really only one of them can be held when you examine more closely god can either be love or he can be scary yeah and that's what the angel that's why the angel of the lord first the angel of the lord knows i know that people are people think god is scary Mm -hmm. first thing i need to tell them don't be afraid I'm coming with good news for everybody. Like nobody needs to be afraid. That's what the declaration is in Luke chapter two, verse 10. Hmm. All right. But people didn't come. They don't come to us for a doctrine lesson. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, But I think this story and this promise from heaven about the arrival of Jesus, this whole do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good tidings, great joy, which will be to all people. Give us some some of the clearest marching orders in all of the scriptures. Um, I have two ideas here and then I have two ideas after this. I probably will only use one or the other. Do you mind taking a look at both of them and just seeing? I think the latter two are better, Mm -hmm. Um, a little more specific. I don't know. If you just want to let me know, what do we do? Which one of these works better? If you say that God is good, but you also feel a responsibility to keep people scared of God, you can be, you can feel relieved of that. Re- you can feel relieved of that responsibility. Is that helpful to you? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, your position in a lot of it is like, but, well, wait a second, Drew, don't we have a responsibility to tell people right. that God is scary? <laughs> yeah. No, I've been relieved of that. <laughs> So that's one. Um, yeah. Y- you can you can quote heaven's message, and and you can feel relieved of that. Yeah. 
Okay. Secondly. Secondly, if we are truly followers of Jesus, then the responsibility we truly do have is to bring good tidings of great joy to all people. We actually need to make rooms feel better. We actually need to help people who need help. We actually do need to work to tear down religious and other systems that oppress and harm and belittle people. We need to be the light that the world desperately needs right now. We can't be sitting around saying God is just as disappointed as the rest of us that this whole thing turned out so crappy. <laughs> Does that sound like a familiar yes. <laughs> position? Um, yeah. Yeah. We need to stand up and say, don't be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Which be right. People. So that's that's one way. Even just hearing it back, I'm seeing like that's not probably as specific. And we've got a big a big set of ideas in this message here. And those are just two more kind of big ideas. I'm probably going to drop those and instead okay. close with this. So tell me what you think about this and we can talk about it a little bit if you have any practical okay. ideas for me. All right. Um, be a light this week. Continue the work that Christ began and left to us to complete. Go where people are complaining and make them smile. You don't have to convince them that they have nothing to complain about to do that. That's an important statement mm. to be making. God is good and everything is is going to be all right. It's not, it's not us going out into the world and saying, quit complaining. Quit complaining, everybody. Everything's fine. Yeah. There's nothing to worry about here. Right. That's not, that's not, not the heart of this whatsoever. Right. It's also not helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have this statement highlighted. Like how you used to tell me not to worry. I would never. <laughs> You've done better. I fixed it. You don't worry You've anymore, right? You've done better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, light doesn't have to deny that darkness, darkness exists. It just has to walk into the room and be light. Boom, baby. Boom. Mm -hmm. Can you say, can you read it again, but then say boom, baby at the end? Okay. Light does, (laughs) light doesn't have to deny that darkness exists. It just has to walk into the room and be light. Boom, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yep. All right. So let's close on this. Here's how to be light. Okay. When one. possible. Number one. One more. Oh, number one. Yeah. Keep it light. See what I did there? Too much of this year has been focused on big, heavy, controversial things. And life isn't all about those things. You and your family and your friends and most of your social circles will be better off when somebody is willing to say, Hey guys, can we just talk about stuff that doesn't pit us against each other for a while? Mm-hmm. You see what I did there? Yeah. Be light. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm just Have like fun. I'm playing a bun. I'm 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 punning on the word a bit. Like yeah. The the words be light mean two different things. Right. And one of the things is like, can we just lighten the mood? Mm-hmm. Can we just think of it as our responsibility to relieve some tension? Yeah. Jesus actually called this in Matthew chapter five, being a peacemaker. Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Peacemakers lighten things a bit now do we also work to fix really big problems sure sure yeah. do we appro- but at the same time sometimes what needs to happen around a christmas dinner table or on a christmas zoom call or in some social circles and on facebook whatever sometimes somebody just needs to be like can we just talk about something that doesn't make us hate each other yeah can we just focus on some of the things that we agree on instead of always only ever talking about what we disagree on mm-hmm. any thoughts on this no i like it I how think can we do it yeah okay yeah i think it's good I think play some you, games laugh if you determine yourself to be 
the funny guy, Cla- mm-hmm. the class clown. <laughs> then everybody will have more fun. Everybody yeah. will be yeah smiling more and more joyful. And if you're not, if you're Tis not funny, you know, if you don't be think of yourself as like. What's that right? from? Come I have on. no idea. The um, best one. Oh, the Muppet Christmas Muppet Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, and if you're not, if you're not like, I'm not life of the party, Drew. I'm not funny. I'm not whatever. Okay, be the most encouraging person mm. at the party. Yeah. Be the most encouraging person in every room that you step into. Yeah. There, there's, there is a way to be like. Try not to be the most negative person in the yeah, room. <laughs> which is kind of the second point. Okay. Refuse to help the darkness. That's number two. Okay. We all have a lot of ammunition these days for piling on when we hear someone complaining or venting about their worries or fears. I heard the vaccination has worse side effects than the virus. Oh, yeah. Well, I heard it's not even a vaccination. It's a microchip to make us all buy more pizza. That's not the half of it. I've heard we've already been given the vaccine, and that's what caused COVID-19 in the first place. Does that sound familiar? How to do with that word? familiar familiar um don't pitch in and help the darkness it's not i know it's tempting i know it's kind of fun i know it's easy but we are light of the world we've got to fight against darkness i want to be in the light as you are in the light i got so many Megan, songs when you don't know today. what else to say you can't just break out into song why i'm trying what do you to think you the are mood what do you <laughs> um yeah. Do you remember that song though? Nope, never heard of it. I used to sing do a, of it. I used to do see. a mime to it. <laughs> let me see if I let me see if no, I know it. I can't. If you sing more. I've already given you it. Well, let me see the mime. No. Let's I'll save the mime. The, I'll save the, the mime for the video. Okay? For Sunday morning's video? Yeah. Perfect. Sure. You got it. This is a verbal contract. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is really good, Drew. People I need think to show up at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It'll be the very first thing. If you're not online at 10 a.m., you will miss Megan doing a mime to dc talks in the light yeah from my middle but i'll probably days. have to play it live um because yeah. if we actually use their track then it'll get dropped from things oh <laughs> so. i'll just sing it oh that's better yeah it's way better yeah i was playing <laughs> on, i had to sing it anyway. well i guess it wasn't really a mime it was like a what were those called a drama interpretive uh no they they had a word oh man what human was video human video yeah yeah it was called human videos um for the uh, oh, Gen Z word. listener, human videos were the TikTok of the 90s. <laughs> the live version of TikTok. <laughs> oh, my word. Um, all right, but I, I, re- I, think I heard you really say, helpful. Drew, I think this was really good. You're, yeah. uh, you're a gift to the world. <laughs> no. You were about to say something like that. Yeah, I just think it's just helpful. I think that's what we need right now. It's encouraging. It's a little bit like stepping on your toes a little bit, I think. Yeah, it's got some some challenges in there. Um, well, I think and some things to think about that maybe, you know, like okay, if I call myself a Christian, then right. Well, I think the close, like hearing the close and hearing the way that it landed for you just now, makes me feel a little more strongly that the the harder parts to swallow in there are probably necessary. The parts Definitely. that I was wondering, like, does it need to cut out? No, like, I don't you think can't so. be light. Mm-hmm. In either way, if your concept, if your conception of God is is petty and jealous and angry at everybody right. and just trying to end the world as quickly as possible, then you can't 
then yeah, you can't show up at the party and say like, hey, can we just try to have some peace? Right. Um, For, yeah. Addressing that, that root level issue is necessary in order to, oh boy, 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 boy. Hold on just a oh, second. I, had, right I there. had something too. Sit right there. You, I you, had something Hold on to yours. Don't lose it. Don't I'm going to lose it. I'm not good at this. Addressing the root level issue uh-huh. will change the fruit level issue. Oh my lord. <laughs> 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 oh man, I really wish people could have seen my my uh, Your analogy. My my uh, picking the fruit. Yeah, that's terrible. They with my jazz hand fingers. I don't want anybody to see that. <laughs> Addressing the root level issue uh-huh. helps to resolve the fruit level issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your that's thing? That's good. Oh, um, mine's more serious than that, but. <laughs> I doubt. <it. laughs> I was just, I was. It just made me think that, for me, I think this gives me handlebars for like, like I want to be the happy, encouraging light in the room, but I used to think that there was more to it than that. Like I had to have this heavy, fearful, um, I've got to convince them. I've got to, um, I don't know, persuade them to come on my side. Yeah. Yeah. If they weren't already Christians or weren't living the way that I lived or how I thought we should all live. Um, I think it, it helps me see that it is that though, being the light and, and viewing God as a loving God and not an angry God. It's like, it all is full circle. It all works together. Like, oh yeah, I can be the funny person, the light person, the, the encouraging person. And I'm also showing them God and like, who God really is right that he is really loving and wants us to be joyful and happy and at peace I mean you're actually Does that make sense yeah well you're bringing heaven into the yeah. room yeah and I think you that's kind of what I'm saying like you ha- you do have to address the root level thing you have to address the the big conceptions of God so that you can feel relieved right so that you can feel um the the lightness you need to feel to be light. Right. <laughs> you need to feel, you need to yeah. get the, own, the weight off of your own shoulders, the darkness out of your own mind in order to actually be able to right. be light for anybody else. Right. Because you have, I think you have to, as, especially as Christians, I feel like I want to live with a purpose. Like I want to live yeah. in a way that I'm doing something and doing something meaningful and, but not just meaningful, like if I believe that God is who he says he is, if Jesus <laughs> is who he says he is, then then I want people to know him. And so I don't know. Right. And winning arguments doesn't make that happen. I think right. is the more important statement. Yeah, winning yeah. arguments doesn't doesn't make more people change sides or, or come love does. Right. 
light does a stronger darkness <laughs> doesn't yeah. beat darkness yeah You're like oh you think covid 19 is the biggest problem here comes hell like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean do you see what happens after you catch covid 19 right. and die in a hospital like right that does not that is not light no i'm sorry that is not light and it contradicts 100 percent the christmas narrative hmm. luke 2 10 do not be afraid for behold i give you I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be for all people. Unto us this day is born in the city of David, Christ the Lord. That's a paraphrase. That's mm -hmm. the Drew International version <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Any other thoughts? No. No, I'm done. Well, thanks for giving me your time. Yep. Thanks for reading that over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you got me where I need to get. I'm going to make this video. If you're listening to this podcast, please let us know. We, we would love to hear from you. Um, we like doing it anyway, so I think we're just going to keep doing it mostly. But uh, it would also be great to hear if it's helping you in any ways. And uh, maybe you could even just call us in. You know, call into the like a radio show and we could, you could, talk, we could talk to you live on the air. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Megan? I've got my sign off. S sign us off. Boom shakalaka. Oh, gross. Oh, why? I thought that was good. Really? Boom shakalaka? Drew, I really thought that was good. <laughs> it ends like the boom, like like it's a closing, not like as a phrase. Like that is not a closing word. Boom is like a closing word. What? <laughs> Boom shakalaka. Yeah, nobody uses it anymore. So it's got That's one you're absolutely correct. Yeah. I haven't heard it since the 3rd grade. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's mine now. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. <laughs>